0: Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you're getting excited about being in God's house Sunday. I hope you're praying about who you can invite to worship with you, who you can have a gospel conversation with as well. For our Bible reading plan, today we are in 1 Timothy chapter 3. 1 Timothy chapter 3. And I wrote a question at the top of my journal based on the verse that spoke to me in this chapter when I read it devotionally. And the question that I wrote in my journal is this. Can a fallen minister, can a fallen pastor be restored? A pastor, a preacher falls into grave sin, adultery, whatever it happens to be, Uh, steals money, whatever it happens to be. Can he be restored? And the answer that I wrote in capital letters is this yes and no. Yes and no. Um, in the beginning verses of chapter 3, Paul talks about those who want to be an overseer, a pastor. And starting in verse 2 through verse 7, he gives some of, it's not an exhaustive list, but some of the qualifications for anyone to be a pastor, to be a preacher. And I want you to pay attention to the qualification described in verse 7. He says, here's one of the qualifications to be a preacher, to be a pastor. He must... Not should, he must have a good reputation with those outside the church so that he will not fall into reproach. In other words, people make fun of him, laugh at him. He, uh, he's really an embarrassment to the church, to the kingdom, and not fall into the snare of the devil. That's the devil's trout. He wants people to be pastors and people to be preachers who don't have a good reputation with those outside the church. So, one of the qualifications given in Timothy for being a pastor, a preacher, a minister is he must have a good reputation not only in the church, but in the community. Now, that doesn't mean the, the, the lost world has to agree with us on everything. But when they look at a person, they have to say, that person has integrity. That person is not a hypocrite. That person has ethics and morality and values, has to have a good reputation, character in the mind's of those who are not in the church because otherwise the ministry of the church is diminished. The the devil's laughing. Um, I remember many years ago, a man who was ordained and preached um, fell into sin. It was financial sin. and It was public. And there was a, a, a price he paid for that Now remember that man confessing his sin to the church on a Sunday night. And at one moment, one one point in his, his speaking to the church and confessing, he said, It's all right if you don't forgive me because God has. And when he said that, I cringed. Because on one level that's true, but on a much bigger level, that's false. It does matter. Because when you repent of sin, you you have fallen and you repent of sin, there has to be absolute humility, absolute brokenness. There can be no defensiveness because if there is defensiveness, there's not true repentance. True repentance has humility that submits to the authority of God's people. There's not a pride and an arrogance. This is, I've confessed to God, so what you do does No, 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 no. If, if it matters what the people in the community think, it definitely matters what the people in the church thinks if you're going to be a pastor, if you're going to be a preacher, in terms of your character. There is a difference, a big difference between someone being restored spiritually and someone being restored to the fellowship of the saints, big difference between those two things and someone being restored to ministry, to leadership, to being a pastor, to being a preacher. Just because a man of God who falls into sin is restored spiritually and restored to the fellowship of the saints, that does not necessarily mean that person has is ready to be restored to the ministry. Restoration to God, spiritual restoration can be immediate if there's genuine repentance. All the healing isn't immediate, but the restoration is. Restoration to the fellowship of the saints may not be immediate, but it can be pretty quick. But restoration to ministry takes a long time. Because the only way a damaged character, a fallen saint, can be restored in terms of their witness, their testimony, their character in the eyes of those in the church and especially those in the community who are lost is it takes time. Character isn't reestablished because you simply say, I'm sorry. Character is reestablished over many, many years of humility and faithfulness and Christ-likeness as you through your life over those ensuing years demonstrate you have changed. And in our popcorn, fast food, drive-through culture, we want to restore fallen ministers right away. So recently in our Baptist world, a prominent pastor that I have respected for decades Fail. Because it was revealed a year ago that a decade earlier, he was involved in a sexual situation that could be considered sexual abuse. He says it was, he doesn't use this word, but inappropriate and so on. But but sexual sin, call it whatever you want to call it. But he covered it up for, for a decade. Nor the way to slice that, and it became public, and so he withdrew from ministry, took a year off, and four pastor friends, one that I know well, spent time with him. They say he's restored and he's back to preaching, and I say to that, no, and it breaks my heart. Restored spiritually, yes. Restored to our restored to our fellowship, yes. But when your public character, your public integrity, your public witness as a man of God is ruined because of your sin, that's not restored in a year. And it takes humility to accept that your sin disqualifies you sometimes permanently, other times for many years until your humble, faithful service and the small things demonstrate you are now again ready for the big things. And if it happens when you're older in life, the sad reality is there may not be time to ever in this life restore that person to public ministry. And that person has no one to blame but himself. We must take all of what Scripture says about the qualifications of a pastor seriously. And a pastor's reputation as a man of character and integrity in the community, not perfect, not perfection, but a person who's genuine and has character, it matters. Because without it, he brings reproach not only on himself, but on the church and on the gospel. And he's fallen into the snare of the devil, giving the enemy ammunition. And it doesn't matter how gifted someone is. Character trumps talent in the kingdom of God. And that's the message for today. I'll see you tomorrow.